Welcome to another episode. Oh, actually, we've changed name now. We're no longer that was a movie. We're screen free. Screen three. Screen free. Because there's three, three of us? Because there's three of us? Because you said do the number three. So oh. I put the number three there. Okay. Well, fine. We did, the magic number. We did try other numbers, but you said oh. no, three. No, three is the magic number. It and is. it makes sense. You sold me on it. Mm-hmm. It was Arrested Development, right? We did Freeze and Magic Number. De La Salle. I don't know. De La Salle. Yeah. yeah, that's it. De La Salle. Stay close to the microphone. Anyway, uh, in this episode, we will be reviewing Andor. And we have a special episode that will be coming out the day after, if all editing goes correctly, which will be the best of 2022. Andor what? Andor. Andor. Watch it on TV. Uh, there's Andor. And door, we could go through a door. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another Andor pun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know any more Andor jokes that we can do. Uh, okay, fine. Um, what did you think of it then? No, we're supposed to be doing the first bit first. What's the first bit first? Uh, Can't we do the first bit second? Uh, no, because we did that once and I accidentally recorded the intro twice. Oh, right, okay, fine. So what's the first bit first? It's, what have you been watching? Um, I'll tell you one thing you would love to talk about. We probably should save it to another episode and make Pat watch it as well, even though it's been cancelled. I've been watching oh. The Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, we oh, watched one episode and went... <laughs> Yeah, what, what, uh, okay, I want to get your opinion on it first before I say what I've been thinking of it. Uh, I think it's all right. I mean, I, I, I understand people's complaints. I see, I haven't it's seen anything. The Witcher. I haven't seen any. Um, on my phone. Yeah. Did you just mute me? <laughs> yeah, on my phone. I was I'm like, what? Well, I won't bother talking. <laughs> no, I meant to mute myself. <laughs> yeah, so I, I haven't seen. Any stuff on social media or anything because I don't do that. Um, but then, yeah. But uh, and I haven't like looked to see what other people's opinions or any reviews of it. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's not The Witcher. What else did you think of it? I thought it was all right. I think it's all right so far. I'm up to ep- uh, uh, about halfway through episode two. It's it's. Uh, it serves its purpose of um, distraction TV. Mm. Um, I guess it just felt I to guess, me like a, a cheap ripoff of The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's what the whole point is, isn't it? It's The Witcher before it's The Witcher. It's, it's, it's set in the Witcherverse, but there's no the Witcherverse. Witchers. As it were, yeah, I think before seeing the series, I saw the ratings for it, yeah, because we were two days late to watching it, I think. Uh, I don't know, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's got a 4.5, which is really low out of 10. Oh, wow, it's nearly halfway, yeah. But if it's a 4.5, there's no point watching it. Uh, the, the kind of the bog standard of reviews is a seven. Mm. Um, on what, what review site uh, this is IMDB because I don't understand uh, Rotten Tomatoes at all that's never uh, you sense. see you see um, I'll refer you to a conversation that I and uh, your dad have had many times on review sites don't bother checking mm. make your own mind up because yeah. everybody and, I, and the point I make is Everybody slates your highness. It's got a terrible, terrible IMDb and probably Rotten Tomatoes rating. I think it's really funny because it appeals to my sense of humour. I love it. It's a it's a um, uh, James Franco film. Mm. Oh yeah, I've I've seen it. I think. Oh, I think I've it's hilarious. Because it, it it's it's childish toilet humour, and I love it. But the ratings for it are through the floor. Mm. Okay. Well, it's like like that. Um, those movies about um, oh, what was it called? 
Ironside or Iron something or other. The one about the, the Nazis on the moon. I love those films. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't got around to um But most people I've never I've never looked at any reviews for them, but like I would most people I've ever explained them to or said you should watch this and then they've watched it and they say it's absolutely awful. They hated it. Whereas I love those films. Yeah. But what you're talking about is a different review. That's your personal review. So what you? Oh, yeah. Well, what else am I supposed to do? No, but that's, <laughs> Just like, that's the point we make. It, that's the point we're making it. You watch, you go to IMDb and they go, "Oh, it's it's bloody amazing, like Birdman or I Blue Jasmine." You point, watch it and they're absolutely terrible. I want to point out the irony in, in this, right? You do know we're doing a review podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't listen to a word we say. No. Well, do yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, no. <laughs> Keep listening. You can listen, just don't take our advice. Oh God. Um, what well, else? I've re I've rewatched um, um, Marco Polo just for the feels. Oh, because it got cancelled by Netflix. <laughs> Talking of which, I watched a fantastic series, and no, no, I know what you're talking absolutely about. loved it. Uh, which was called 1899. It's made by the same people that made Dark, like the couple. Um, Dark I found incredibly confusing, but I really liked it. Um, But 1899, it's just fantastic. I think I told you about it. It's like an international cast. um, And uh, everyone is playing a character, but speaking in their native tongue. Um, and that adds to the story because you've got people like trying to communicate and you've got like say if you had the the it dubbed like English dubbed mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't make any sense because you get people that would be saying uh, I'm hungry and the other person saying I don't know what you're talking about um, but, but if you watch it in the original dub it makes perfect sense because you've got one person speaking German and another person speaking I don't know Japanese or Cantonese or something and um, and they don't understand each other, but they're trying to solve problems, even though they don't understand each other. Mm. And they're they're all on this boat. They're trying to get to. I don't want to get to give too much away, but they they're trying to get to America. Um, they've all got issues, problems, stuff in their history that comes up, um, and loads of things go wrong. Um, and it's fantastic, and I absolutely loved it. And then I found out recently Netflix have cancelled it. Yeah, they cancelled it Wednesday, I think. It's just, I don't understand why they would do that. Oh, no, no, it was yesterday. Was it? No. No, it was, no, well, it was before least, then because you told me about it. Yeah, it was within a couple of days. I but I went to college on the day. It doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, I think it's a shame that it got cancelled. I believe fully that it will get picked up, though, because that was far too good to just leave behind in the drain it was a really really good series to watch have you watched it pat or i have not you should <laughs> that's my recommendation for it but uh we, we have to do an episode on that at some point my favorite bits um as well as it being really well written and that i did like the fact that they used the volume which is the, the the display technology that they're using behind instead of using green screen they're using displays now which is so much better for lighting. It's what is used in Mandalorian. And that's it. Has anyone else used volume in anything else? I don't I can't think of any other oh, shows. There's bound to be. There's gotta be more to be shows, yeah. Loads. Let's Google it. Oh, right. I've got you know, like going back to what we were talking about about like re- reviews, right? So have you ever seen Being John Malkovich? Either no. It's quite good. Um, just quirky, funny, funny film. The guy who wrote that wrote another film for um, Netflix called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And it gets, I've just checked on IMDb, it gets a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? Yeah. I think it was one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. It was... There was a point where I got so bored of it that I was skipping it on. Um, there's bits, just random stuff where there's like a pig walking through a school. 
oh, is that that really artsy one? Yeah. Oh, really that was awful. Artsy. And I, I only caught it half, well, not even halfway. It went, it went on for like, I don't know what, how long the runtime is, but it felt like forever. Oh, yeah, runtime is two hours and 15 minutes. It felt like free. It hours. felt like it such was, a long time when I got there. So I can't oh. imagine watching the whole thing. And I saw it just did not make any sense. There's points in it where you've got people, you've got people that are young and then all of a sudden they're their older selves uh, and they try and leave somewhere and they can't leave and they keep on getting stuck in places. And it's just, it didn't make any sense. Didn't. Just didn't engage me at all. Um, but, again, matter of opinion, but it was just a film that I've... To give an example of, like, stuff that gets rated reasonably highly, but I thought it was absolutely awful. I can't find any other shows that have said that they used that technology. Well, the volume? Yeah. Oh, that must be. But the volume is used very well um, in... 1899 it is and they have i think it's a making of at the end of it or a separate documentary or something like that mm. and they show like there's some brilliant scenes when they're on the uh deck of this ship mm. that they're um going to america on um and it's great for the actors because you've basically got a deck of a ship like a fake deck um and then this volume which massive screen um uh, around I don't know, it's kind of 90 degrees, I don't know, like a, a curved screen around the, um, that part of the ship. I mean, it must be really, really useful from mm. an actor's point of view that you can see the water and the sky and uh, clouds and stuff. And so you like puts them in the environment um, that they think they're going to be. Personally, I've talked to you about this. Um, I would love to work on the volume in some way. I don't know how I would but I think it's one of the best bits of technology that has been released recently, mm-hmm. thanks to Mandalorian. And I kind of heard the story behind it recently of why it's around. Is it Unreal? Uh, is, that, is it run-off Unreal? So George mm-hmm. Lucas was making a TV show. He wanted a live-action TV show that got scrapped, and he quickly realized he couldn't make it to the same budget as, a fil- as the movies were. So he thought the best way of doing it is doing entirely green screen, which he did for uh, the prequels. The prequels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet again, he quickly went, this is not good. We've got to develop some sort of new to- technology. And they did. They would spend ages doing it, and the show got cancelled. Uh, and then they kind of picked up that technology years later to make Mandalorian. Oh, so it's he has a like- habit of doing that, doesn't he? Mm. He invented the Pixar machines, or ILM did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. What's the Pixar machines? Well, uh, well, Pixar, the company, they, whatever they used for their original stuff was invented by ILM, as far as I'm aware. Instead of machines, he means the software they made. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I thought maybe you yeah. might be referring to the, what was it, the next computers that were done by um, oh. Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, no, not those. Because I'm sure that Pixar did use those. Did they? Initially, yeah. It's like Tim Berners-Lee, uh, when he did the World Wide Web, he coded it on a Next PC. Oh. They weren't that good, were they? Yeah, they were really good. Oh. A lot of the stuff that um, later became OS X, which is like the Mac operating system, mm. um, they got from, from Next because they bought it. Apple bought it. That's because Steve Jobs made it. Oh, they sacked Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I watched the whole Steve Jobs documentary, which I think was not that good. Was it the documentary or was it the dramatisation? Dramatisation. Yeah, that wasn't very good. No, they jumped around a lot on that. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'll tell you something else that we're watching at the moment, Pat, and I find incredibly frustrating, but I'm still watching it, um, is Willow. Yeah. uh, I haven't started that yet. I want to get through. I want to get through um, Witcher. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, see, I started Witcher. Didn't like it first episode. I'll probably go back to it, um, but then just decided, well, Willow came out, and I was like, oh, I'll watch Willow instead. But Willow's frustrating me because it's the the there's moments in it where 
they start a storyline and it doesn't seem to go anywhere. I think with the series, they use the excuse of... Um, my nose keeps getting blocked up. They uh, use the excuse of this scene, it doesn't need to have more description, so we'll have bad script writing in it. <laughs> A lot. They use, they use that far too many times. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a moment in it, right? Uh, I think I don't think I'm giving much away. Um, there's, no, you're good, you're good. There, there, there's, there's a moment in it where uh, they're, they're tr- one of their band of, of people um, gets kidnapped by some bad guys. And, you know, it's really important that they catch up with them. So they're trying to catch up with them. Um, and then they stop. And there's this big dark cloud over them uh, over some woods that are near them and willow takes a look at that and he says that that's some kind of haunted cloud or something and um it's going to make you and this is right at the beginning of the episode and it and it's going to make you like see things and mistrust your co um your your friends um uh, and cause you physical pain and stuff like that and he says we all have to stick together and then one minute, uh, well, a second later, one of the group says, I'm going to get some water and wanders off on her own. Yeah. Right. Now, in most shows, that would be a setup for something bad happening to that one person that wandered off and they're having their own little solo adventure. Nothing like that happens. She goes, goes off, fills a water can up, has a quick chat with someone else and then rejoins the group. But when she rejoins the group... Everybody else uh, in 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 the group is kind of lying on the floor in pain, holding their bellies and going, ah. Oh, oh the like stomach my, pain bit. Yeah, stomach pain. So they're all saying they've got stomach pains. Then it cuts to um, uh, the the one that's been kidnapped. Then you see, you know, they they're doing their thing for a little bit, and it cuts back to the, to the group. Now, when it cuts back to the group, there's nothing about. The stomach problem. They don't even uh, explain they don't, it. They don't explain it. They don't mention it. They're just all of a sudden back in their wagons, back on their horses, uh, continuing on trying to find their friend. And there's never a single mention again about this this stomach issue, or there's no um, real problems that happen to them that are similar to the way that Willow described. The um the issues that they would they might have because of this cloud, mm. and you know that's just an example of of the writing in the show doesn't make a lot of sense no, it doesn't. to me mm. as I'm watching it. Mm. Uh, can I just test something for a second? Yeah, well, it's more. Is my microphone sounding okay to you? It sounds off to me. Sounds fine to me. Okay, edit and cut that out. Okay, carry on. that editor. Make sure you do that. <laughs> oh, now he's going to have to keep it in because that's funny. Uh, it's not. I said it. Oh, okay. Fair point. You could use logic. You could use logic to edit out. You could. You're just saying software again. Yeah, or, or audacity. You could use that. I've, I have or, edited. Audacity's free, isn't it? Yeah. I've edited source. this podcast on audacity. You it could was use the worst Garage experience Band. I've ever had. Yeah, use GarageBand. Carriage band is free as well. Free with a new Mac, with a brand new M1 Max MacBook Pro. Yes, yeah. I'm Windows, and I'm named Mac, but meh. Um, Unlucky. I've yeah, I've used Audacity. It was one of the worst ones I've ever used. Also, uh, when you pick, uh, what am I saying? Oh yes, yes. GarageBand is one of the most common podcast editors ever. What are you doing? You're doing something. Carry on. All right. Anyway, uh, how long have we been talking for? 19 minutes. Nice. Yeah. Good content. Yeah. <laughs> I work hard on this content. Don't I, editor? Anyway. Right, shall I, shall I list through the stuff that I, I, I've been watching? Go for it. It's been mainly documentaries. Admittedly, a few films. So the documentaries are This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist, about uh, an, an unsolved unsolved art theft um, in America, and they still haven't recovered the art. Um, the Devil Next Door, 
which was about a suspected um, concentration camp worker that um, in the end he died um, while in he died in a German prison uh, while um, awaiting a retrial. So therefore, his his conviction was quashed. Keep he was taken right. to he was taken to Israel and found guilty, and then that was overturned. And then he was retried in Germany for different crimes, and he's found guilty of. But then he uh, made an appeal, and in German law, apparently, if you die while on appeal, your guilty conviction is quashed, <laughs> which is lovely. Who killed Malcolm X? I mean, the title was in it, which was very good. A couple of things on FIFA being corrupt, which we all know about. Well, um, don't. you don't watch um, no. uh, the Cuba Libra story, which is again quite interesting about um, Castro's Cuba and pre Castro's Cuba. Uh, well, it's most wanted about people um, being wanted by various. Um, uh, police organisations for being very, very bad people. The Redeem Team, which was about the uh, American NBA uh, national team after they went south when they should be the best in the world. Um, and then the uh, a few of the Untolds. The Untolds are quite good because... Um, these are these all on like Netflix or something? These these are my Netflix list so far, and and, and obviously the, you like the Sandman. All these kind of crime type. Oh, you finally watched the Sandman documentaries? Who watched it ages ago? Yeah, you I, don't like crime documentaries? I'm not a big fan. Um, I like yeah, heists, untold, but not the untold ones are about things that go wrong. In sports, so again, probably of no interest to you. Like, like, um, oh, they're, they're on D- Disney Plus, aren't they? I'm sure I've seen those, I, like, I, an old, old well. section on on Disney Plus. But anyway, sorry, carry on. I think the last one I watched was about an American football player who started having a, a relationship with um, uh, a girl, um, and it was mainly over phone and. MSN and like whatever Facebook Messenger back in the day, and it turns out that this girl didn't exist, and it was one of his male <laughs> um, school friends that um, that was having an identity crisis, um, and who eventually um, uh, changed over uh, to being a girl. And there was massive uproar about it because, like, at one point she said, uh, I, I'm dying, and then uh, disappeared. And there was a big hullabaloo about it. Hullabaloo uh, in quite... the sense that, like, he wanted to find this girl? or hullabaloo No, hullabaloo and... that he was just about to sign for the NFL, like, a big contract. And his nan, who had actually died in... IRL, um, and this fake girlfriend died all within a week, which sent his life and his career potentially into turmoil, which is quite fascinating. It turned out she was just... Um, catfishing him, kind of. Catfishing him, yeah. And then the, the last one, Pepsi, Where's My Jet, which I thought oh. was brilliant. I did, oh, see, yeah, I, I, I did see that and thought I had considered watching it. Um, I, I know the, the the premise of the story is something about like they did some kind of competition if you collected enough cans or something like that that they would yeah, give you a jet and points, some, yeah. yeah and this kid and some bloke um, actually spent the time to get enough and then they reneged no, on no the, no 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 oh. they they spent enough time to work out how to get those points ah right okay yeah, and, it's very different it's worth a watch um, and then. The Jack Ryan series three, which was quite good, the the last oh, episode. I still haven't seen any of those. What's Jack Ryan? The, the it's um, clear Tom and present. Uh, oh, Tom Clancy. Yeah, oh, okay. clear, uh, was it clear and present danger? Hunt for uh, Red October on Dangerous yeah. Ground. Yada yada yada. Yeah, good movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then the be- and then the Ben Stokes documentary, which again probably of no interest to you because he's a cricketer. I found it quite interesting. I'm glad you um, said 
cricketer because otherwise I would have had no idea you were talking about. Cricket's got to yeah. be one of the most boring sports out there. Uh, right? Golf. Um, golf, Dance. then, then f- closely co- followed by cricket. Uh, and then... Um, Billiards. Oh, no, I like billiards. Yeah. I don't think darts is that bad because you have a slight... It, there's a slight possibility. Yeah, you I, might know, hit yeah, I think, I yeah. think the crowd helps with darts rather than, mm. than um, the actual game of darts. What's the one where they have, like, and, dancing horses? What? Oh, yeah, dressage and all that. Dressage, yeah. That's got to be yeah. really boring. I mean, I, I'm sure yeah. for people that are really into horses, great. Yeah. Uh, and then films-wise, recently, I've got Day Shift, which I thought was brilliant. Uh, it's a, it's a, have you watched Night Shift as well? No. Um, is there a sequel? To day, is Day Shift a sequel then? Uh, well, it, oh, hang on. It, was it in was it in Russian? No, it's it's um, Jamie Fox in and Dave Franco. Oh, right. and this, vampires. Yeah, oh, I loved that. I thought that was. Hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that Again, was fantastic. It appeals to my childish humour, which I thought it was hilarious. I'm trying um, to think of uh, another film. Then it must have been. Hang on. Look, you carry on. I'm going to try and find that film because it was... I've watched Me Time, which was um, um, quite funny. I mean, it's it's um, Mark Wahlberg and um, Kevin Hart comedy. Uh, the Man from Toronto, that which is a Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson, if that's the right way to say it, comedy... Uh, the man from Toronto was better than me time. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what of what else? shows we've watched. Ah, I and found it. Found think... it. The film I was thinking of is Night Watch. There's there are two films: Night Watch and Day Watch. I think you told me about this. I think Night Watch came out first. Yeah, and then Day Watch was the sequel. But it's it's Ooh. it's in Russian. Think, okay. but the 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 people who made it, I think they they aimed to get the Western markets, so they knew they wanted to do the subtitles. So they it's all like kind of vampires, werewolves, ghosts, stuff like that. Um, but they did the subtitles for each of the uh, different spooks or characters uh, in uh, appropriate way. So like when a vampire is talking, the subtitles in blood. When a ghost is talking, the subtitles come off, come on as like kind of wispy smoke and stuff like that. I can't remember what a, a werewolf one was like. Furry. Might have been furry. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult furry to read. But yeah, that's. I'd recommend watching those. They were, they were very good films. They come out in 2004 Ooh. and 2006. Realise I just said furry. Whoops. Why? What were we saying furry? Oh, like those people that dress uh, up in all yeah. their furry outfits. Like, Never understood that quite weird and, and then the last thing I've watched and I, I I don't know if I've mentioned this and if I haven't I apologise but I I cannot recommend this enough and I, I don't know what IMDB says about it hopefully it backs me up because this is a review podcast but all quiet on the western front oh right that, I've, seen, is, I've been tempted to watch that is it, it is amazing I cannot I, I'm pretty sure, as a as a youngun, I watched the 1930 version because it been on the telly. Uh, you see, it rings a bell. I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I probably did as well. It rings a bell with me, like one of those well. kind of Sunday afternoon yeah. show. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been two films of it, and I'm pretty sure I've watched um, one of them. But All Quiet on the Western Front is amazing, and and I've watched Ooh, Hustle. I forgot about that one. Uh, it first came out in 1979, I think I just saw quickly. Give me a second. 1930s, the original. Yeah, so it must have been remade again in like the 70s. It's, oh, it's all Quiet on the Western Front, 1979. And 1930 all there all, as well. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. three movies. Yeah, so it's been... Yeah. It's the same movie, just... Uh, yeah, but it's brilliant. Absolutely Ooh, it's brilliant. Got good and ratings. Hustle. Hustle's a good film, but it's a basketball film. So probably of no interest to either of you two. Is it like White Man Can't Jump? No, it's an Adam Sandler film as a as a as a uh, talent scout that wants um, to achieve more than just being a talent scout. Um, 
so he, he wants to find a diamond in the rough and coach him and become a, a coach. And it's a it's a feel good movie. So if you ignore the fact that it's um, basketball and you won't recognise any of the um, guest stars in the film because they're all famous basketballers, mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a it's a nice uh, feel good film. I, I really enjoyed it. Like Christine didn't know anyone. Like I kept pointing at the screen, going because <laughs> um, I, I recognise these people, and she's like, oh, whatever. But she liked it um, for what the film was, which is a finding a diamond in rough feel good movie. I mean, it's a, it's a typical fair. So it's a nice film to watch if you just want a little pick me up type thing. Right? Well, All quiet in the Western Front, as you can imagine, is quite serious. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Um, I'm watching the trailer for it, and it, yeah. it's not happy. <laughs> if you want a feel good movie, I do recommend Hustle. If you want a comedy, I do recommend The Man from Toronto. Uh, so what's the because uh, I mean you say Man from Toronto and I think of Man from Del Monte so it's um, I, I just imagine some blokes down in there like in a white no it's Kevin that. Hart uh, uh, wrong place wrong time gets um, mistaken for the man from Toronto who is a, a world renowned torturer assassin okay that sounds good um, yeah. And and the, the man from Toronto is Woody Harrelson, who plays this very straight uh, psychopathic killer. Mm. And so Kevin Hart gets then tagged by the FBI to carry on because everyone believes it's him. And Woody Harrelson is, is catching up with him to find out what's going on. Why why is this person using my name and doing my jobs for me? Uh, before we stray two away, the Western Front got a rating of 7.8 on IMDb. And ninety one percent on uh, the tomato, rotten, rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I it never understand brilliant. the rotten tomatoes. And... I'm slowly understanding it now. It's got two different scores, which I quite like. That's nice. Yeah, because it has it has um, normal people and uh, reviewers score. Yeah, so the, the reviewers gave it nine. Oops, sorry. Yeah, I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes gets like say if it was in the New York Times and then New York Times film critic gives it four out of five and then uh I don't know, Radio Times in the UK gives it eight point five out of ten, how it mashes that all together to get you the number mm. the, the critic score. Actually but, Rotten Tomatoes is a lot easier than I thought it was. They even have on the side here ratings of other shows that are currently in theatre. That makes it a lot easier. Um, we should probably transition to the yeah. next point soon. There was something yes, I was going to mention, though. I cannot remember what it was. Like, the man from Toronto has got 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 34 Metacritic, and 5.8 out of IMDb. But oh, yeah. it, <laughs> I thought it was fun and funny and stupid. And what's that on? Is it on any of the streaming uh, services? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I'll check it out. And so is All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, I had seen it on there, and I just haven't had the opportunity to watch it. But I will It's do. a long one, and it's all in German. Yeah, well, I'm guessing by its original title of I'm with Nitsch Nunes, I have just offended so many Germans. <laughs> yeah. Not the first time. Hey, no, it isn't. But, yeah. So out of everything, out of all the the film, well, yeah, no, all, I'd say watch them all and make your own opinion. Like I say, all quiet on the Western Front, Man from Toronto, Day Shift, and Hustle. You can you can swerve me time because if you're watching one Kevin Hart film, if you're not, if you if if you don't find the Man from Toronto great, you're not going to be impressed with me time. Okay, cool. I I liked them both just because it's it's nice distraction TV at the end of the day. We watched. Uh, we we were watching a show, and then a trailer came up in the middle of it. What were we watching? Oh, we were watching Taskmaster. Uh, no, Countdown. We were watching Countdown at the time. Cats does Countdown. Cats does Countdown, and that oh, trailer came up yep. for um. Evil Dead. Don't do it. And I I just realised that was YouTube we were watching, but that that looked surprisingly good. Yeah, I'm not too sure about. I am skeptical. I, I, I will watch it because I loved all the, the original Evil Dead movies. Um, Have you watched the newer ones? Yeah. Okay. 
like the series. Evil Dead Ash, Rise, Ash. you're talking about. Yeah. It's um, completely different. It hasn't even got Ash in it, I don't think. Yeah, the the approach that Terminator needs to take with getting rid of Arnie. Yeah, rather than putting Arnie in every single Terminator movie. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't put... Oh, no, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's in, like, one of the cheap TV series they did. But they um, had an Arnie replacement to try and make uh, him look... Sarah better. Connor Cron- Chronicles. That one? Yeah, that, that was pretty oh, That was quite good. I was it? it? Yeah. Anyway, on to the subject that we're actually doing in this episode. What did we all think of Andor? Not the door. The the, the series. And a door. And or what? Uh, and or and or. That's all right. <laughs> I, loved it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, me I too. Really good. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I think it was the s- series that um, that that Star it, Wars needed. It, yeah, yeah. It's gone a long way in. I'd hope to find. I hope to think it's gone a long way in the. I mean, Mando did a fantastic job. I mean, they've all. For me, all of the Star Wars. Series have been good, really good, brilliant. Mm. I, I, Apart from uh, Boba, Boba Fett, uh, uh, Obi Wan like wasn't Boba the Fett. best. I yeah. but I enjoyed it because Boba Fett doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter how um, uh, bad I mean, like, people say the story writing or lazy it was by bringing Mando back and the flashbacks, the flashbacks, like the constant flashbacks. flashbacks. Okay, anyway, I, I, Andor. No, no, but I just want to point out that like the flashbacks, I think, are a lazy method. Yeah, or telling the story, um, and and they yeah. in in um, Boba Fett yeah. they were unnecessary. It didn't really set anything up. No. Well, but I mean, it, the the opening bit is ex- explaining how he escaped from uh, the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, and everybody wanted to know been, that. But yeah, but then but, there yeah, was you're job right, done, maybe then, I think the thing was because it's set so far after, they had to do that in a flashback because otherwise it would be this happened and then what? Yeah, but it could have been thirty uh, years later, like, yeah. like like a coming of age story or a, a uh, not not coming of age. I but think like, like a um, rather than just trying to jump ahead, mm. they could have done it as a story over a longer period. Um. You know, they've done that before. The other shows, yeah, have done maybe, like but that. then they'd have to spend a lot of money on on the aging technology for the actor, wouldn't they? You know, the animated series they did where they looked at like past backstories. They did it recently. I can't remember the name of it. it. Might have just been actually called Star Wars Tales or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah, could yeah, have done yeah. it as an episode of that, I think, or done it as one episode of Mandalorian. I don't think it needed to be an entire series to explain to us that he. Spent some time with the people who can't speak. I've suddenly forgotten their name. Mm. Um, they all got Tuscan slaughtered. Raiders. Yeah, Tuscan people. Raiders. Sand people. Sand people uh, that got killed. He lost it and then um, took over he the found mob. Revenge. Yeah, found revenge. Sorry for anyone who hasn't watched Boba Fett yet. But G- gave up the bounty hunting life and he, he dedicated his life to revenge. I mean, yeah. that's effectively what what what, yeah. what the, the plot of the, the series was. Whereas um, Andor. Has a great plotline, uh, yeah. great character development, um, and he, it looked visually was beautiful, um, but didn't necessarily need to be uh, a Star Wars show. No, uh, that that's my quote. The quote of um, it's a series that you could plot uh, put the entire storyline in a different series. It could be in a western. It could even be I don't know. Um, like an EastEnders episode. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair though, that's um, some people's argument about the Ring of Power. It's just all, yeah. all they've done is do stories that aren't related to Tolkien, but put a banner over it. Yeah, but that was, which I think that was a bit unfair licensing. on the Ring of Power. Yeah, I know, which, I, so it's a bit unfair. We've discussed, Ring of Power. I think, previ- uh, before. Yeah. It's still a good series. I've got no problem. With I mean, I mean, the stuff I enjoyed with Andor is is Mon Mothma's. Um, conflict yeah like she's she's obviously having to play this role as a senator 
keeping everything sweet. But her family, I mean, apart from her sister, who's obviously a rebel, her daughter and her husband are dickheads. Yeah. yeah. So she's having to placate them, play nice, because she needs to stay where she is to be able to mm. get her rebellion the, off the, the ground. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. like the, like so the she, different, um, the different angles that they took the stories. Like mm. it's kind of the development or the beginning of, um, the, the whole rebel Alliance and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you've got lots of, you know, powerful, um, characters, um, and and their development of them and what what they did to to start the whole rebellion thing. Yeah, mm. it's like an absolute ton of moving parts in there. Yeah. I I want to mention something that's incredibly. Um, it's kind of a, a a sensitive say a thing to say when it comes to Star Wars fans, but there is no absolutely no bloody way that George Lucas could have written that or done anything with that. Oh no, that I this. This is what the mo- uh, the series that made me think. Oh, I'm so glad that Disney's got the ha- their hands on this because yeah. there's no way that George Lucas could make. But then you look at the films that they released, the sequels. Yeah, but I don't know why Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and that and but I don't know why they do so much better at TV series than they do movies. They, they should just stick to TV. Series. Yeah, they should because think- it's um um what's his face in it. Uh, happy. Uh, I, I, yeah, I knew. Um, I knew he was involved in Mando. He was, yeah. But I, because he was like executive producer or something like that, wasn't he? Um, but I didn't realize he'd had kind of like overall. Is he like the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars? Um, Him TV and universe? David. What's his face? The guy. The guy who did. Uh, Clone, uh, Wars. Clone Wars, yeah, and has done the Bad Batch, which also we've been yeah, watching. Yeah, uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's great that he's because he's obviously um, quite deep in the Star Wars universe. It's a it's a story that he cares about. I mean, it shows, mm. and it's great that he's had a chance to develop those characters. Yeah, I mean, Ahsoka. Can't wait for the oh, yeah, that's, that's a character really that he created, wasn't it? Like, yeah, he created Ahsoka. Um, and I can't wait for the, I mean, if that continues on, if they continue the same kind of quality of content that they have managed with and or mm. we're laughing, is some great, you know, some great shows to watch. I mean, they're the ones that keep me paying for um, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, yeah, and uh, Paramount. <laughs> I have no reason to stay with that because uh, it's. I mean, apart from the St- Sliced Alone series, uh, I've been watching, which is actually quite good. Um, there's not really much of a reason to stay with Paramount. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's not much else. This is what is uh, annoying about a show like Andor that it's so good that all you can really say about it is, "I loved it." It was. I got so many notes. Yeah. I think the story was, like I say, I think the the, um, the story was uh, very, very good. It's, it's it shows it shows a different side to him. The absolute, absolute reluctance to get involved, mm. and and literally being forced into, into rebellion. Yeah, I have. So many notes about this series. It's one of the series I paid the most attention to. Oh, enlighten us. Well, this it, is yeah. going to be a really weird thing to start off with. Architecture in mm. that movie. Beautiful. And they're real places. I watched... I don't know why I watched. I watched a video about all the different architecture they used, all the techniques they used, and the locations they went to. A lot of locations in London. There's, and it, oh my god, the scenes that just look beautiful with them in. Well, it's not. It's not just. Well, it kind of brings me up to a, a subject that I've noticed as well. Is it's the technology that they use yeah. in the show. It's it's clear that the people that were working on it were big fans of the original movies. 
because the, the technology that they use it, it it feels like it looks like the kind of technology that you would expect in that world yeah you know? I, I really like the really small details that were in that series such as the bricks if the everyone who dies gets a brick yeah that's amazing i think that's a really good bit of background story for all the characters everyone knows these walls around us are made from people now that i word it that way is quite creepy but that's the history of it yeah the history it's it's a good oh i mean the hats off to the writers yeah i mean uh, what i liked about it as well is the, is the, the um the different chapters I mean, they never kind of announced chapters, but mm. you could tell that, that there was the original stuff, like where where, where he, um, where he had to do had to run, and oh. then there was the build up to the heist, and then uh, um, and then there was um, the death of his adopted mother and going back and uh, rescuing that that woman. Um, I mean, it, it had clear. It wasn't just like one. Uh, well, it had alien. Oh yeah. I've, I've completely forgotten the prison. I know. I was going to point yeah. it out to you in a sec. Yeah, and and the I mean, Gollum being scared of water. Yeah, and that was who uh, knew? the episode before that. Episode ten was it? Episode ten. I have no idea which episode I, I, was. I what. think it was episode ten, which was the best episode of the series. Well, I was about to say with each episode that we watched, we kept going. Oh, I can't get better than this. I can't get better than this, and it did every time. Yeah. Oh, the the, the moment and then when it, when he got arrested by um, the robot. Oh yeah, I yeah. Like, was in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I'm looking back at all of the characters. I really in, enjoyed uh, the Fiona Saw, which is the woman uh, who played his mum. Her acting was really good in that, and, and that's no surprise to me because she was also in Killing Eve, and she was really good in Killing Eve. I like this this, uh, note I've written down. Very different from other Star Wars stuff. Nothing else. That's all it says. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it's a lot, a a lot, a lot darker than. I think the main thing uh, that's with the series is how detailed everything was. If you watch, uh, if you watch the normal Star Wars episodes, you walk down a corridor. It's a corridor. In this, the floors electrocute you. The designs of hallways make sure that nobody can look at each other when they're going through bridges. Oh, I'll tell you something that I noticed as well that took me a while to notice was the intro music yeah. got more elements to it. I didn't notice it the last episode. episode. I noticed it about, I don't know, four or five episodes in um, that, uh, you know, it was getting more and more in depth. Mm. As uh, you know, they were adding more and more elements to it. I thought that was a great touch. I mean, I th- everything in it was. I find it quite funny that the guy that deals with audio all the time didn't notice until the final episode <laughs> that something was happening to the audio every intro. <laughs> oh, the series was just I amazing. Mean, all, all the characters had something to bring. Yeah, like 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 the uh, the the fella that was in charge of catch him in the first place that that screwed it up royally and then his whole um story arc was being yeah his story arc being belittled by his mum to wanting some kind of redemption and forcing his way into the imperial arc to get a redemption i think the only person that i don't think had a good ending was um oh the, the guy that kind of hired andor the one that had the store, which looked very cool. Oh, I don't know. I thought his his character was fantastic. His character was fantastic. I just wasn't happy with the final episode of. We didn't learn any more about him in I that final that's episode. The point of that character. I know. Okay, fine, fine. I'm he's that. supposed to be mysterious. Um, he's the guy who thinks of everything. He's one step ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and he's a great actor. It's the same actor that was in June. I can't remember his name. He plays uh, the floating fat man, uh, Baron Baron Harkonnen. Harkonnen. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, and 
for me, he will always be the scientist that runs around Stonehenge naked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> great actor, very versatile, and I think he'd done a fa- fantastic job. Yeah, like I say, character. all of the characters, in my opinion, were brilliant. Mm. And Even, like, like, the whole the whole setup of it was he was looking for his sister. It's not even any closer to finding his sister, and now he's potentially joining up to start the rebellion. I mean, we see, obviously, he does. Um, spoilers, and... Yeah, but uh, Mac was just looking really confused there because he couldn't didn't remember the first episode. I'm guessing. No, I was thinking that it was the the guy that hired him sister. I was like, no, 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 no Andor's sister. Yeah, and I went, oh, Do Andor, I, Andor. Is, we don't know who Andor's sister is or where she is, yeah, or if she's even alive. If and, she got off the planet, and that was a they, whole story um, point that never got resolved, and hopefully or may well come up come back up again but it was it was great yeah he just referred to it are they doing a second season of this yeah i think it's been confirmed to get a second season but um to to your point earlier simon Mm. flashbacks to tell that part of the story yeah but they didn't heavily go on it yeah it was okay so i think flashbacks work when they're written correctly and um they're genuinely part of the story, but I just think a lot of writers yep, uh, re- will rely too heavily uh, on flashbacks to explain mm. um, the plot. Um, I just think that, that uh, if it's done right, it can be great. But if if it's like just just uh, I don't know, just because of lazy writing. Then it doesn't work. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I just checked on IMDb. There is a second season confirmed. Yeah. When's when's that out? No idea. Probably next year or so. Maybe another year or two. I mean, because it's it's quite a big show, isn't it? It's quite difficult mm. for them to. I kept thinking the show was going to end. It's one of those series where I go, this could have had two more seasons in it. But it didn't. And sometimes that's bad. Like, oh, what series am I thinking of there? Mr. Robot, I think. Oh, yeah. I think those felt like they had two seasons in them. And it, it felt like it went on for too long. Did you watch it till the end? No. Yeah, I I, am, I, I, it gave me a headache after season two. It was a very good show, but the last season kind of, I think, let it down a little mm. But there are a lot of the technology that's used in there. Like they they use uh, Kali Linux. Pat, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen Mr. Robot? I've not. No, well, so they actually use Kali Linux in it, and they use like a rubber ducky. Um, uh, anyone who's listening who doesn't know what they are, just Google it. Um, Welcome to uh, Simon's IT <laughs> and cloud infrastructure <laughs> <a> podcast. <laughs> DevOps, mate. DevOps, not cloud. Oh, I, I just said all the names and thought maybe eventually I'll get there. Fair enough. <laughs> but no, I, I enjoyed it. Like I say, I, I, I found all of the characters to be interesting. Like I say, the big one for me is Mon Mothma and how she's trying to deal with her family and mm. the corrupt. Um, uh, Palpatine Emperor and trying to fight against that and then lo and behold halfway through her sister turns up who's the rebel that, that did the robbery and you're like what yeah mm. yeah did not see that one coming no. I mean they had mentioned that, that she came from a rich family but you know could be any no that was a, quite a few rich a, families that, that was a cool very cool plot twist I liked the um he said, like, you know, there was the guy who didn't trust him when he mm. first got there. Yeah. Um, and saw his tattoos, and then he was like, uh, oh, you're one of, you're the, I recognize some of those tattoos. You, mm. ha, you know, they've had a similar life. and they've done. Um, But then the whole thing of doing all of that was him just kind of trying to figure out whether he could trust this guy and figured that, oh, he's a criminal like me. He will stab everybody else in the back like I will. We can do a runner with all the money. 
And then that goes well. Yeah, and that didn't go well for him. No. Um, but I like that. The fact that they had yeah. that. I mean, like you say, every single character in it seemed to have a a world thought out backstory mm. and a, a character arc. They all developed yeah. as the show went on. It wasn't just Andor. It was all of them. Mm. They all had their, like, little, their even, own little journey. Yeah, even the Imperial officer woman. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Who may or may not be Andor's sister. <laughs> I didn't think of that. But she's blonde. Why did you not think of that? That's the first thing I thought of. I did when not it's think the, of I'm looking for my sister and there's a, there's a baddie. I mean, that's the obvious thing, so probably, hopefully doesn't happen, but it's the most obvious. Also, you just said her hair's blonde. Yeah. I imagine hair dye exists in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah, if you're trying to hide your identity. But then again, Usually. she must have known Cassian. Was Cassian Cassian when he was a kid? Yes. Because they did yeah, call well him then, then it's not, it's clearly, unless she's hiding it very, very well, and they're really, really, really hiding it, then it's not because his name was mentioned to her, and she knows his name, and she's looking for him to kill him because he's an enemy of the state. Mm. But it was just, at the beginning, it was very much like, are they doing this? Is this the sister? It's going to turn out, that's going to be a, a plot twist. But then as the show went on and... She was looking for Cassian Andor. It's like, no, can't be, because she's showing no emotion to knowing that name. I'll tell you what did confuse me while watching the series on an entirely different subject. Doc Brown? Doc Brown? He uh, was on Taskmaster as a comedian, and uh, he played, like, the competitor to her. The, the, oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 he did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, I thought uh, I found that very weird that he was there. <laughs> he oh, did fit the again, role, but the, the history of 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 Star Wars was a lot of English actors. Yeah, they had someone Sorry, from if, Grange Hill on the original. Oh, Sorry, Pat. Mr. Bronson. Yeah, Mr. Bronson. He was. He was. What was he? One of the generals or something? He was one of the. Uh, wasn't Captain Nido? He was one of the. He was Admiral. I'm, I'm not going to get it, but yeah, he was on Vader's ship, wasn't he? He was. He was one of the people Vader executed. Yeah. In on. Um, was it the Empire Strikes Empire. Back? Yeah. Yeah. Because he came out of uh, light speed too soon. Yeah. And he gave Hoff too much warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Admiral Pierre because Admiral Pierre is Admiral Grand Admiral Thorns. Was it Admiral? It might be Admiral Pierre. And he was the headmaster. Yeah, in Grange Hill, which probably wasn't a thing when you were old enough to want to watch something like that. I don't know if it's still going. It it, it was Grange Hill was a TV show about being in a secondary school or high school. Admiral Ozzle. Was that it? Yeah. Did you just remember that or did you Google it? I had to Google it. Yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't have known it either. Uh, Finished in 2008. It. Mm. So you could have what? Well, four years. Oh, I tell you one thing. I'm intrigued about with the series, and I, I'm don't know if I'm alone on this one. I really, really liked. Um, the, I don't know what department they were part of. The, the, this is the the um, empire. Yeah, they had that kind of division, which we are seeing kind of grow. To become more important. Uh, what the one that that lady was a member of? Yeah, because it's not the most important division at the current at that point in time. Yeah, they're like the secret police kind of people. Yeah, but yeah, they've always been important. Yeah, they've, they've always been the part first of it. time they're, they're they're telling the story of it. They've always had. They had uh, what I believed was the story is that they were trying to get themselves up higher. Mm, well, that's the whole premise. As individual characters, they are. But the the division as a as a division is they're they're trying to get themselves more. Um, they're basically the SS, KGB, Grew, Grew, G R U. Yeah, like the guy from Minions, <laughs> MI Five, CIA. 
All, you know. all them kind of people. Oh, not not the man who tried to steal the moon. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched Minions 2. Didn't like it as much as the first one. I haven't seen that yet. But I probably won't bother. Have we? We've hit an hour. Really? Yeah. We're having so much fun. We're here? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to call it a day then? Well, we have a second of recording to do, so. Do we? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you want to wrap it up then? All right then. Yeah, well, you're the host. Sort it. With the most. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, tell us what you, you think about Andor. No. <laughs> Shut up. No, you're not, not talking to me and Si. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> Tell us what you think about um, Andor. You can we just do, did. do Twitter. What? No, it's... Uh, right, fine. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs>